0: You know, what kind of
1: blogs do you read? Would you read a blog that says you can live supernaturally in your work? Or a blog that says it can help you with Christmas stress? Really? I read a lot of blogs and I read a lot of books. But none are sweeter than when you know the person doing the writing. Did you know that every week, Martha and I release a blog? You can go out to iWorkForHim.com and subscribe to our blog. But I'm not talking about reading my own blogs. I'm talking about reading Dr. Jim Harris blogs. They, every time he releases one, they touch me right where I'm at and they teach me things I need to know. Dr. Jim Harris has been on our show many times. He joins us today to talk about Christmas dress and living in our work supernaturally. Dr. Jim Harris, welcome back to I Work For Him. When you hear I Work For Him... How does it resonate with how you live out your life every day today, knowing that five years ago the Lord said, Dr. Jim Harris, come on, straighten up, fly right. Well, How is it impacting you today?
2: Everything starts and ends with our relationship with the Lord, period. It starts and ends with our communion, and that's more than a devotional with asking him, what do you want me to do today? What exactly lies in front of me? Here's what I'm thinking, what my plans are. And one of the biggest changes, Jim, is instead of me saying, here's what I want to do, bless it, Lord. (laughs) I say, Lord, what do you have me do? Because I already know the blessing is there if I just walk into it. I don't have to work for it. It's already there.
1: (laughs) But how many of us get caught up in that trap? Lord, this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to. I'd like you to have you come alongside me and and help me out here a little bit. This is. I got this great idea. Come on and and we'd love you to bless it. Would you just you know help me out here a little? I mean, how many how many Christ followers have you run into that have gone through that and realized that's not the way it's supposed to
2: work? I don't think any little idea my three pound brain can come up with can impress God. The working title. <laughs> And this is, I believe it's from the Lord, I will double-check and get a witness, but the working title would be, The New Normal, mm. huh. How to Step Into a Supernatural Role in Your Business, something like that as a subtitle. In other words, move from normal to super, supernormal, to, to, from natural to supernatural. That's where God is, that's where Holy Spirit is, that's where we have the gifts toward. Why should normal be acceptable? We need to step into the supernatural.
1: Well, and I got to tell you, you know, I've read I've read several of your books. I've read all of them. I know you got eleven or twelve of them out there. But you know, when you wrote and released your book, "Our Unfair, Unfair Advantage: Unleashing the Power of the Holy Spirit in Your Business," then you wrote an article as well recently, challenging us to stop embracing that normal life and start embracing supernatural life. You know, this this whole idea of 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 Christ followers being led and living out their lives under the power of Holy Spirit is amazing, yet that is so often not talked about in mainstream denominational church services.
2: are do we doing No, that? it's not. No, no, it's not. I, this is not a theological comment. It's just, it, just like Christmas, Jim. When you're given a gift by somebody, do you just set it off to the side and say, well, that's nice, you know, but that's really not for me, not now. Do you ever do that? Have you ever done that?
1: Only with a gift card, but I always have an idea of when I'm going to spend it.
2: Uh, when you're given a gift, when Martha gives you a gift this Christmas, you're not going to set it aside and say, well, that's really not for me. You know, it's time has passed. Yet how many of us believers say, oh, no, 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 those, that, those gifts... Things that all the Acts 2 church walked in, that's not for us. Well, unfortunately, they're wrong. It's just simple. They're wrong. And that's what God has gifted. That's why they're called gifts. He wants us to unwrap it, and as he leads us to unleash them in his way at his time. Talk
1: to me about what do you mean by embracing a supernatural life?
2: rejected a natural life when he walked the face of the earth yes he was a man but what was he walking in he was walking in the power of god he said you know even in john five nineteen, hey I said I I can't do anything of myself but I only do what the Father does or what he tells me to do. And he said it again in John 5:30, you know, I don't seek my own will but the will of the Father who sent me. So he did not walk in his own flesh and on his own his own so-called human power. He walked in the supernatural power of God and showed us how to do that through his life.
0: All right, all right, all right okay.
1: Okay. Great. Love the Sunday school answer. No offense, meant, but okay. We got normal people. Jesus rejected a natural life. Great. Fantastic. He was God. Okay. You and me, we're just like normal people. And now Paul, I understand he embraced a supernatural life. You know, he had a face-to-face conversation with Jesus on the road to Damascus. What does this look like? And every day, every day to day when, when, when we're in our offices, when we're out in the ditches, when we're out in the, the parking lot selling cars, when, what does it look like when we're doing retail at Christmas time when everybody's cranky? I mean, how do we walk the supernatural life in a day-to-day jobs? I mean, we're not Jesus. How do we do this?
2: Well, when Jesus came to earth, he was not God. He left that in heaven. He walked as a man, number one. So he's no different than you and me, buddy no difference zero but he was at his at the baptism when Holy Spirit power fell upon him, that's when he began his ministry, not before. He only began it after he received the power. In fact, Paul, you said, mentioned, you mentioned Paul in First Corinthians 2. Paul says, man, I'm not walking around telling you what I think as a man and my own persuasive words and my own excellency of speech, man, I'm, but I'm walking in the demonstration of spirit and of power. And what does that look like? We mentioned it a minute ago. The gifts that God gives us—God's motivational gifts of prophecy and ministry and teaching and exhortation—and Jesus's leadership gifts, the fivefold gifts of prophet, and evangelist, and teacher, and all—and of course the Holy Spirit power gifts. That's often it's called in First Corinthians 12. You know, healing and miracles and prophecy and discerning. You can disagree, and you can say, those gifts are not for me. But, Jim, that's exactly what Jesus wants us to do. He said, don't do anything until you receive the supernatural power. And that's all I'm oh, talking about. That, that's what you normal talking We should wrap around <laughs> like Acts 2. That's
1: that's all you're talking about. I love that. that, That's it. That's the show for today, Dr. Jim Harris. Thanks for being on iWork frame. No, seriously. I mean I know. I know what the Bible says. I know what Acts two says. In fact, we've been studying it in our small church. I mean I, I I get it, but seeing people live out their life walking in the power of the Holy Spirit of God, who the same spirit that led Jesus in, in his ministry, that, that raised him from the dead, that's the power we're supposed to be walking in. But Dr. Jim Harris, when was the last time you were walking down the street and you encountered a, a business person or somebody else in their workplace that maybe wouldn't consider themselves a business person living in that power, and you saw it?
2: Oh, I had coffee today with one of my colleagues that we've uh, launched uh, a ministry here called Marketplace Mondays. And as we met, he um, gave me some great words, which were words of wisdom, stuff that, that really didn't come from him. And he had a vision of what this entire ministry looks like. And I had not thought of it. He had not thought of it. But when I asked him a question, it came to him. It said, I don't, This came from God. It did not come from me. And we can do that very easily. All we've got to do is practice, Ask Holy Spirit, hey, what am I supposed to know about this? Help me. Because John, in the book of John, Jesus said, hey, I'm going to send you a helper. And he's mm-hmm. going to not only remind you of everything that I've taught you, he's also going to tell you things to come. Just trust me, it may be a word, it may be an idea, it may be a, a thought, not human intuition. That's supernatural God coming down and saying, I can't talk to your brain. Your brain can't handle me. I had to find another way to get to you. It's called (laughs) your spirit. I know I'm a spirit. You're a spirit. That's how I'm going to communicate to you because your brain can't handle it.
1: How do we get that encouragement so we can live it out, so we can bring it back to our churches and tell people, oh, my word, this is what's been going on in my life. This is what God intended. I mean,
2: how? You ask me how, and I don't mean to make this a plug for my book, but that is how I learned it. And that's what the Lord asked me to write. Tell other people about what you've learned so far in your walk. And that's Which where book? our unfair advantage came from. And okay, you know, our It's unfair not advantage. difficult. It's practice. Just, okay, for instance, here's an easy way to drop your decision-making 18 inches from your head to your spirit. That's that's the big key. Drop your decision making. Drop before you do something. Check in the spirit. I do this when I go into restaurants. Even though I know this restaurant, I love it. I'm going to. I, 99 times out of 100, I order this. I look at the menu and say, Holy Spirit, what should I order today? And you know what? Holy Spirit knows where they had a bad piece of chicken if I normally you know bought chicken, or if you know they dropped the steak on the floor. He'll know. He doesn't want to get me sick. And so sometimes there's something in that menu i would never thought about, and I get this little, oh, oh, okay, I've never thought about, it. I'm going to try this. And it's, it's amazing, it's something as simple as a menu in a restaurant being led by just saying, what should I eat tonight? We are in the marketplace not just to make a profit, but to take the kingdom, to share the kingdom. And as you just step back and do just a little listening, just practice and check and just just say, Lord, is that really you? And as you practice, you will be able to tune in to the Holy Spirit FM channel, the AM channel. If you're trying to listen to God on FM and he's talking to you on AM, who needs to change?
1: You remember that I took a group of about 12 business owners, and yeah, there were business owners and leaders through that book, through a study of that book. And it turned them upside down because they had never been taught that, that really, as Christ followers, with the Holy Spirit of God living inside of us, that we had an unfair advantage because all we had to do was ask, God, what do you want me to do with this decision? What do you want me to do with this decision? What do you want me to do now? This person's sitting in front of me. Do you have a message for them? You, you, I mean, this, I'm thinking about hiring this person. Do you want me to hire this person? I mean, we, we hardly ever practice that. We, we try to rely on our own power. And then we rely on God when things get a little rough.
2: And just like we said earlier, that's exactly what Jesus did. He said, I don't do anything or say anything unless the Father directs me. That's how he lived. We should live the same.
1: I want to finish up the conversation on the supernatural living. Jim, in your life, how has this worked for you? In the last several years, as as you've refined the, the daily ministry, quote-unquote business that you're in, how has living supernaturally changed, really just, no, uh, that's, that's, uh, impacted, impacted your living? You've been listening to I Work For Him. Just remember, say it, I Work For Him.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him PowerPod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive Power Pack content